42 miles of hard road, 33 years of tough luck, 44 skulls buried in the ground, crawling down through the muck, oh yeah! to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us. And uh, please tell a friend. Uh, also, if you're shopping on Amazon, it's really easy to help us. Go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. If you have any questions or comments for us, go to the contact page at positivesarcasm.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter, at POSSarcasm. Mark just ran away. Apparently, he's got a coughing fit. Uh, he so had a sip of a beer, and it gave him a couple pubes. Really? He's never had those before. Line, line and pubel? Yeah, line and pubel. Yeah. More like chest hair. Chest hair. Gave him a little uh, hair on his chest. Yeah. On today's uh, podcast, we review uh, World War Z, <laughs> starring Brad Pitt. We also have uh, notes and anecdotes, Mark and Shane. Uh, we have the celebrity birthday game, which apparently I will be the one participating instead of the one uh, announcing. It's, it's going to be an epic birthday game, everybody, because I picked the most random fucking people on earth. Okay. Seeing, seeing that I've been dominating, dominating the last couple of weeks. Then Bullshit. Maybe some, a little, little bit, maybe some more comp- um, a little better competition. Yep, celebrity news, huge birthday game, and Smart. towards the end of the podcast, there's a pretty big announcement that's going to shake the entire positive sarcasm. And I've been wondering for a couple of days what this announcement is, and I'm ready to go. I've been hearing random phone conversations about it in the background. I'm ready to hear this. Me too. Okay. Yes. I, I hope that's it involves gonna, us getting some money, which would be awesome. That's going to come towards the not. end. <laughs> All right. Let's get down to the fucking brass tacks here. Let's do it. You guys want to know how my trip went? Oh, Does anybody I'm care sorry. About I apologize. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> <laughs> tell, Shane was in Kansas City last week, as you can tell from the podcast. You heard nothing but uh, two dudes, and it was good. And I, I fell asleep to it the first time, but that's because of the drama being on the airplane. And I listened to it again. You guys sounded good. I got one. Royals won eight games, and Shane brings back some uh, cherry matches. Let's just all point out that the Royals won ten in a row now, and they're in the first of their division. So. Six or seven when you were there. I know, right? Um, yeah, nothing happened. I got really drunk on Thursday in Kansas City and went to random places and had a really good time. Uh, I forgot how – no, no. Okay. I forgot how much I actually liked the people I worked with, though. Like, as soon as I saw them, I was like, holy shit, these guys are awesome, and I forgot about that. Yeah. And so, yeah, we had a good time. They were actually excited to see me, which was nice. That's good. We went to the dance recital and the taekwondo. My nephew did his trick with his sword and uh, played with the chickens at the uh, at the farm. Did a cookout with the uh, the – Yeah. Was, it, was there like it was was Missouri stuff food like in Kansas? City? Oh, good barbecue. <clears throat> no, I don't know. Barbecue's amazing. The barbecue is great. Like really? I'll, I'll like, put it up. Everybody talks shit about their own barbecue, and it's like I'll put it up against the Texas people and all that. Is that shit. where it's from? It's from like well, Texas. Texas is beef barbecue, uh, and then there's then there's pork. Then there's pork. Casey Kansas apparently dry rub. Kansas City apparently they they claim that they can cook anything in barbecue. I can't think of the names of all of them right now, but there are some really good ones. Jack Stack if is good. If you follow you on Instagram, you probably took a picture of every single one of them. I did, yeah. Season, right? so. uh, Arthur Bryant's, uh, Jack Stack. Anyway, yeah, it, there's there's a couple of good episodes where Anthony Bourdain uh, took no reservations there. That They were pretty badass. But, yeah, the barbecue is amazing there. Chances are, when I, if I first started, when I first started writing the reviews, they were all uh, Restaurant reviews. Mm. I'm guessing if I was down in a place like Kansas City, I would probably still be writing restaurant reviews. There's, it's, it's really cool. Like Kansas City is a cool town. It has a different eclectic neighborhoods, and I know it's tiny, well, but there's different, right there. different little uh, neighborhoods that you can go to. 
where you know like there's little different hipster areas that you can go to and then there's upscale upscale places and yeah it's it's, so it's kind of hipster, a foodie town you mean right like now. you know like cheap places you know like the mcdonald's dollar well, menu yeah <laughs> but like uh like is hipster uh, stuff really cheap at this point though no Dude, all the cheap fad stuff is because i don't see hipsters, hipsters drinking shaper's beer it's why no, it's why people are Pabst Blue Ribbon. they used to drink paps and that's why paps is expensive now right yeah. Fucking hipsters. Yeah. That's why I can't get a decent pair of boat shoes anymore because the hipsters wore them out. That's what happened. Yeah, apparently a pair of Sperry's cost $59 now and they, uh, they're they made out of like polyester. When I helped the uh, ex-girlfriend like pick them up, they were 75 What were 75 For Sperry's. Yeah, so anyway, Missouri was fun. I had a good time. Saw some great friends. Um, hung out with the family and it was good. Good times. That was pretty. It, it, that sounds boring, everybody, and it was kind of. You know what? Whatever. As long as you're encouraging people to travel, most people just sit on their asses. Kansas City's not a bad place. I'm. I'm not going to give a shit. I like it. Oh. My hometown, on the other sounds hand, sounds nice. All right. Yeah. Good times. So let's get down right. to brass tacks. All right. Last night we. Brass uh, tacks. That's what he said earlier. Yeah. yeah brass tacks. Did I really say that? Right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. That is terrible. No, it isn't. That is. No, we're bringing some new uh, new jargon to the. Uh, I'm bringing jargon back. Jargon. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, a, is it a hard G? I think it might be a J. Is it a J? <laughs> if it was a G, I think I'd be saying Gargan. No, it could be right. It could be like, you know, Jargon. Jargon. G-H. Jargon. I would just like to point out I that there's, there's two college degrees here, and we can't figure out how to spell Jargon. Well, guess what? It ain't on this end. I know, right? All right. Jargon. Uh, last night we watched uh, Brad Pitt run around in a blaze of glory. Yeah, with long, um, long, long, long hair with highlights. Yeah. Love it. Uh, J-A-R-G-O-N. Got it. That's what I was thinking. Actually, I was thinking E at the end, but right. whatever. Close enough. World War Z. Starring Bad Brad Pitt, ass. Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt. United oh, Nations. hey, did you guys know Brad Pitt's in it? Yeah. Brad Pitt's in yeah. it? Yeah, he makes no a cameo. Shit. Did you guys I see him? he was one of the zombies. Did you know that Brad Pitt? Did you guys Pitt see my ex-wife in it, the girl with the shaved head? No. Uh, <laughs> but I think Brad Pitt actually, his... Now, is it, the one is arm? It, <laughs> now, Brad Pitt, is it, is, is it his production company? Does He has his own movie-like company, doesn't he? It's like Plan B, I think it is. Hang like on, I'll, I'll call him. Planned Parenthood. No, Joe, you, Joe's yes, the one. called Plan Planned B Parenthood. Was the first, Plan B was when they do all the credits in the be, or the uh, producer credits girl? in the beginning. Plan B was one of the credits. It was the first. That's one. and that's his. That's his company. That's like his. Production. Is that really? Yeah, he's part of that. I could look it up in Wikipedia. But well, there was a, there was a whole thing about World War Z not having the funding because he he's been wanting to make this movie for a bunch of years. It's badass. But Plan B, like... Was, World War Z was supposedly a disaster to make. It right. had all kinds of problems. They were thinking B. about shelving it completely or right. just basically taking a giant loss on it. And then when it hit the theaters, it absolutely blew up. Uh, and that is why they're doing a sequel to it. So, I mean, as far as, as far as that goes, I can totally see why they're making a sequel to it. It made over $60 million in its opening weekend. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it cleaned up big time the way overseas. It, it leaves it open for a sequel. Well, the, syn- the quick synopsis is about a United Nations former employee named Jerry Lane. He traverses the world in a race against time to stop the zombie, uh, zombie pandemic that is toppling armies and governments and threatening to destroy humanity itself, blah, 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 you know, all the uh, war of the world, zombies, all that garbage. Here's the difference as far as the zombies go in this movie. They're fast. These are the most terrifying thing zombies ever put on screen. They have... Um, Shaun of the Dead was pretty yeah. spooky. <laughs> it's, it's, literally, it's literally like the gyroscope inside the human brain broke. Yeah. And these things were just... Like when their eyeballs would like squick around or whatever. That was awesome. The, these things were, were terrifying. But you guys, your guys' <clears throat> thoughts first on the movie itself. I know, Mark, you saw it first, and then um, 
Shane and I kind of had a mandate. My my thoughts were I'm gonna start watching action movies with a slight buzz because the way better. I wouldn't shut up. Joey like was probably sick of me by the first five minutes because I was like, "Oh, what's going on over there? <laughs> oh, what's that about?" And I was talking way too much, but it was pretty badass. That's um, I mean, I watched the movie by myself in the middle of the day. I remember a while back. I think I was on like vacation or something. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. But um, I was I I. How long ago did you watch it? Um, like years ago or no, like yesterday? Like, what, I don't know. A couple weeks ago, maybe a month, months oh, ago. Oh, okay. Like first, when it first came out on, on in the Redbox, I right got on. it. Um, it was like on the top of my list when it was, came out on Redbox. I snatched, snatched it right up. I, I mean, it was it, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Two hours almost or so. About and you're just on the edge of your seat. You're like, shit. Like what? You know what the fuck's gonna happen? And like you see the you see the trailer for it, and there's this scene where the trailer right, sold the movie. Right when, when they were fucking up Israel, that's what well, got me. The scene that got me was the plane scene when he's in the plane, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like he realizes that there's some fucking zombies on this plane. <laughs> and I was like, and I saw that in the trailer, and I was like, "Okay, is this like him sleeping and having a nightmare?" No, mm-hmm. it was fucking real. So, so what? How the, how the hell did he fucking survive that shit? So what happened basically was he's an ex UN um, person who used to work in these really ghetto places. Um, finds out that he's yeah. sitting he in the car. An investigator. Okay. Yes. And he's sitting in his car and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. Yep. And there's fucking zombies all over the place. And so he gets them saved or whatever out of Newark, which by the way, I think that was just Newark on a regular day. Yeah. New York? Newark. They're Newark. in New Jersey? Yeah, they're in New Jersey when they're in that guy's apartment. Mm-hmm. The uh, Hispanic family. Oh, when the first <laughs> time they hit, yeah. So anyway. I thought you were talking about when they were in traffic, didn't they? Were they in New York? <laughs> Literally they the were. Traffic, yeah. The traffic. It, the movie started, it got to... The like, it started off with, like, him and his family, yeah. right? It started off him making pancakes. It didn't start with the, the bullshit, whole though. apocalypse scenes from, the, yeah. you know, the, the, the beaches washing yeah. up on shore and just everything that's wrong with the world, basically, in, in you know, a big collage. And when they and were then, in their car, were they... Where, and then they, they really, were. they went from that to pancakes to being stuck in traffic. Right, and they were, where were they going when they were driving? They driving? were in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, started off in Philly. And they were driving where, though? They were driving to the... I don't remember exactly where they were driving. They were, like, taking the kids to school or something. It okay. was just a normal day. Okay, normal yeah. day. All right. And then... He is retired at this point, right? Yeah. 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 And literally, like, what was it five minutes in the movie, shit hits the fan. Yeah. I do like how they basically made the UN people bastards, because they, they basically... He gets saved. They're on this uh, cruise. They're on this uh, yeah, fucking. Yeah, on a fleet group out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, ocean. Yeah. And they basically say, "Yo, you help us, or your fucking kids are going back to Philadelphia yeah. because we, don't have we got no it. room. No, no, no civilian action at all on this on this thing, right?" And they're like, and so he, he they convince him to help this guy. Non essential employee. They like, like yeah. blackmail him or, or not, they threaten him. One like, of my favorite parts is when they got the uh, the young scientist to the place in uh, <clears throat> not Israel, but yeah. Uh, Wherever they went, like the very, South Korea, they went to South yeah. Korea, and the young guy like starts running backwards five minutes into the whole movie and shoots himself in the head. Yeah, fucking random. That right? was awesome. Falls down in the plane, fucking drills, blows his head off. So, and then you're like, oh fuck, okay, so the smartest guy mm-hmm. in the world is supposed to be able to solve this shit. Mm-hmm. But he, up. but he got the point across early that the weakness, the the strongest point is actually the weakness sometimes. I love that. I and love so that's like. What, when he figured it out, like I love yeah. it. I thought that was like I, it was a really good kind of way to 
approach it, I guess. I mean, he figured they fi- he figured out that they don't mess with people that have a, a life threatening illness, or you're sick, or you're crippled, or anything. They don't like waste that. time because, with you. Exactly. Yeah, because anything with they anything need. If, you, if they consider you terminal, uh, just like any virus, it needs a host. If they consider you exactly, if a virus they can't live you terminal, off of. Uh, it's not going to come after you. Yeah, so you're not healthy. They don't want because they need a healthy host to survive, right. and they don't care about someone that's sick. And they go to, they go to Israel and Israel kind of figured it out because they had the wall and shit. Right? Yeah, they they put a huge wall up and the way they explained it was pretty awesome with the tenth man and and all all that stuff. But you guys can yeah, watch that. Board, the board of directors yeah. decides whether or not they should put up a wall in case zombies break. And out. one person has to have the Makes ridiculous sense. point of view, and that ridiculous point of view paid off that there was actually zombies. <laughs> but the the scene that I love though is like. They they really got their point across where it's like, hey, the uh, Israel people are going to start having a religious dance off or whatever. They start singing the sound and the religion. Point goes to religion. Yeah, the extra loud religious celebration is what drew all the zombies there, and zombies are like, fuck it's you. all the noise, right? Yeah, they're drawn to the noise, right? And so they they but when they're climbing that wall, that's what convinced me when I saw the movie in the theater. Right I was like, yeah, they're just climbing up, up each other, throwing each other off, and that's how they climb over the walls. Badass. So like, so. We never really found out where it came from. They, 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 they were, never found. They kind of hinted guy. that it started somewhere in South Korea, right? Or start? Uh, no, it was in uh, India's where they India. figured it out. Now it was because um, the Indians were saying that they um, they were fighting the undead. Right. I mean, it's not like <clears throat> it's not like I am legend, right? Where it was a cure for what? Alzheimer's? It was a cure for Alzheimer's? cancer. Cure for cancer. Yeah. Doctor Robert Neville claimed he cured cancer. Right. He, but he it did. just drove people what crazy. Is, what it essentially did was turned you fucking dumb. They, they turned into it's kind of like dark seekers. We call them. It's it, kind of like um. Sorry, but no. Go ahead. I was thinking more like too like in um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I think it was where there's that pandemic that wipes out pretty much the entire sure man human race that gives the monkeys or the or the apes or whatever rise and it's like. It all started with, uh, and I don't know his name in the movie, but James Franco's character in the movie trying to come up with a cure for, for Alzheimer's, cure his dad, which essentially had some crazy side effects that ended up... His father eventually... Uh, dies. I mean, quick side note, his father, yeah, eventually did, his body rejected the thing, and, and he right. eventually went back to being amnesic, not amnesic. Uh, having Alzheimer's. But Alzheimer's, there was, he died. But there was a weird thing when like they were experimenting on the apes, and then one of the guys got like scratched, or he got injected with it by accident, and it just spread this whole pandemic with him, and like, like you know, where he started bleeding out through, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it just essentially like an Ebola virus. Exactly, and it pretty and, just wipes out. Am the I the only one that the, all those? I know that we're getting, <clears throat> getting off sub- subject here, but all of those um, Planet of the Apes movies, yeah, they always look badass, and they always convince me they're going to be awesome. And then as soon as I see it, I'm like, this is fucking. Have stupid. you seen? Have you seen the, the, the Rise one? No, was it good? Yeah, was I thought it was okay. really good. I liked it. And there's a new trailer. The new trailer coming out. Uh, the new one for it. Is essentially it's the war. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, and humans and, and, trying to. <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. Gary Oldman is yeah. in it. He enough he's said, to, he's right? Lead, Gary Oldman. He's trying to some lead ass. the uh, surviving population back, and then basically that's pretty much it. Well, I mean, I mean, for people, I mean, I, I, watch it. I think I, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. I mean, I'm sure you can I'll watch it someday. It, yeah. But there's one scene in the movie. Which one? And, and I'm not. I'm not going to say because I don't want to really for Shane. Oh. Huh. <clears throat> You know, monkeys. There's one scene that when I was watching it, like I seriously fucking got goosebumps when really? it happened. I was like, "Fuck!" You're like, "Fuck!" You know, <laughs> and you're you're like, "Wow!" <clears throat> and and you got to give, and you're like, "Okay, yeah." So you'll know what I'm talking about. If you see I will. It. Yeah, I want to 
So the whole post-apocalyptic uh, World War Z movie it was it was really well done. It, it seems pretty realistic with how they figured out. You know, like okay, I, I was telling Joe like okay, cool, they're gonna find the solution, and then it's gonna be one of those three-minute wrap-ups. Right. But what they did was they didn't wrap it up. They said, okay, cool, this gives us a little bit of an advantage because they can't see us, but it doesn't kill them at all. And so basically they still have to fight, Now, which is leading to what Joe said with the uh, – what, jo- what was the joke he made? Like Independence Day? They yeah. All of a sudden just figured out how to make it stop? Yeah, like in, in Independence Day they were like, oh, okay, well, Yeah, cool. well, he came up with the computer virus to yeah. – and disable their defense system and and, and give and a, was, and give a minute give a window where they can penetrate it. And so then every and that all, was brilliant though, wasn't all, it? Yeah, that well, was, yeah, but the way they wrapped it up at the end was like rushed, is what I'm saying. In Independence Day, yeah, you think so? Well, no. Then they just showed. Oh, okay, cool. They figured that out now in Tokyo. Oh, and, everybody's and, and everybody now blew, in India. Yeah, everybody's yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then also right, the movie right. where they figured out water kills aliens. You know that well, one too. In, uh, science, yeah. science. They wrap that one up quick at the end. That was great. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's M Night Shyamalan. Like it was all build up, build up, build up. Spot for signs. It was all build up, build up, build up, and then boom, take care of it right away. The reason being is because I think it's it's an awesome M. Night movie. Shyamalan's last good movie. It's probably mm. his best movie that he made. I had a joke too at the You're beginning right. of the uh, the beginning of the movie yesterday. I was like, "Oh my God, the trees are coming to life. They're gonna kill us." <laughs> <laughs> what are you like, freaking Stallone? No, it's my Stallone, but it, it's supposed <laughs> to be, trying to be a Walmart It's supposed to be Marky that. Mark, but it sounds like it sounds like Welcome Back, Kato. That's pretty embarrassing. So, no, I do it all the time. Oh, you do. Okay. I'm not embarrassed by it. Fuck you. So directed by okay. Mark Forster, okay. who Sorry. also did no Machine Gun Preacher. He also directed Quantum of Solace, yeah, Stranger Than Fiction, right. Monster <clears throat> Ball. Uh, Stranger than Fiction was a unique movie. Way back in the movie with loungers. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah, yeah that was different. Was, oh, Maggie yeah, so he, Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Right? yeah, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal. So it's not like he but... hasn't done anything. It's not like he directed a couple MTV shows. What are we talking about? War Z? Yeah, yeah but yeah, Foster's cool. been. I mean, Quantum of Solace. He was accused of like you know, shitty action scenes and and, and just nothing making sense. They were pretty but... precise in this movie. I have to say, this movie yeah, was good. good. It, was very, did... it was very Rainbow Six. Sniper the direction was, was very good. I this isn't was my very this isn't my general quick. type of movie. Although I've been reading a lot more books and stuff like that. But, yeah, you need to. But yeah. what, what I'm saying is, like, this isn't my general type of movie, and I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, it's off. It's. Uh, I would I would give it a recommend. Well, you know, there's a there's a book, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to bring that up. Is it a graphic novel or a no, book? No, it's a book, book, but it's not an actual. It's it's recall. It's um. It's interviews with people. Re, re, uh, re, um, I can't think of the word I'm trying to reaffirming. Think well, no, it's people. It's interviews. Recollecting. With, it's people. It's going. It's going over and it's at reconciling. Different, it's interviews with different people, like telling the story. Commentary. Of, no, it's telling the story. So it's of, at the Ruh. Hubert. Ruh Hubert. <laughs> I thought you were gonna hit me. <laughs> if I could finish, maybe I would. Go ahead. But no, you, know, you look a lot like Mark Maron. It's right. not my it's, fault you can't finish. It's peop- no, I'm, I'm, doing every, I'm throwing every <laughs> trick at you here. You. I can't get you there. All right. It's just a bunch of interviews of people talking about their experience mm-hmm. of after the, the zombie apocalypse has happened. So, so it doesn't follow the same story. No, no. It's just – this is probably just – the movie is just one story. Like, you know, oh, right on. And there's other stories. And I've talked to some people about it, and, they, and they've read the book, and they said it's fucking fantastic. That's cool. I, I've never read it, but I mean – I'll probably end up reading it someday. If I bought it, I'd spend the $15 in the book, read one page, and then put it down forever. And, then touch and it, it has taken you three weeks to read 
one of the uh, I just I know I couldn't find the right time to do it. Like two minutes to read. Hey, not all of us read. No, I hear you. No, not I mean not all. I'm only doing it now because I have nothing else to fucking. The thing is, is like when I when I have free time. I'm like, okay, do I read or do I want to watch another episode of Arrow? Do I and jack off or do I ultimately, watch Arrow? Ultimately, Arrow wins out So because that's my, you know, that shows awesome. Oh, we're going to get to that recommendation later. Yeah, and it's recommended okay. right now. So, okay. so, you, uh, so what's our – What do you think? You is, our, is that on a scale of five or four because you've changed One through it. five. One through it's always five. been one through five, but it's I just never specified it because I always miss something. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I thought it was an awesome movie. The ending was fantastic. You uh, guys might the take... The movie review... There, here's how the movie reviews go. It's, it's available it, at positivesarcasm.com. Yeah, you, you, you go under movie reviews. I like to go points, though. And man. then it shows... Uh, it shows accordingly. One star is garbage. Movies with zero cinematic value. Just don't watch them. A two star... Transformers is, 2. <laughs> two stars <laughs> is disappointed. Seriously. Who screwed these movies up? M. Night Shyamalan. Three stars. Recommended. Just straight recommended. Which means your Netflix queue should be full of these movies. Four stars. Great movie. Can't knock it either way. Movies that you should have seen by now, but probably are too lazy to have. A five star is a must own. and It's something that you love so much. You just love the movie. It's five stars. A must own. Just a blast to watch. You, you've seen it twice. Okay. I'm going to go World War Z. If you have Three homemade double rum and cokes. It's a four. <laughs> I'm gonna go World War Z. No rum and cokes. A four. But hang on, you have to have Joey sitting next so to you without a shirt four, on. You, are you, so I. So you giving, I, are you giving it three stars or four rum and cokes? I'm giving it four rum and cokes. Shane, right. the Shane scale. Based on your rating system, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four as the well. Scale. So. On your scale. rating scale, I'm gonna give it a four as well. Okay. I thought it was a good movie. I'd watch it again. Right. What? Am I making too much noise? I'm gonna smack. <laughs> All right. Mark's really mad at me. Why put the table week. here? If I, I didn't do it. Did I put it there? You guys, are, you guys are fine. Don't worry. We need bikes to hang from the ceiling so we can just be like. La, yeah, let me just put holes in right. the ceiling. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Or I'll just okay. my hands behind my back. As far as my position and my situation from watching the movie. Yep. I like the fact that it didn't waste time. It started very quickly. Got to the point. However, the next thing I know, the movie was over. It sort of lulled me into a, a, a scene where they kind of solved the problem. It was and then as soon fast. as that happened, yeah. the movie was over. They're in so and so's place, and then that's it. The movie's over. Nova Scotia. But not a. It's not a bad way to go. It's set up perfectly for a sequel, which you will probably see in the next three years. That'd be cool. That being said, the zombies are the most effective and scariest zombies I've ever seen. Okay, those are the zombies you run from. Uh, the action scenes were great. Brad Pitt was awesome. I have no issues with this movie whatsoever. Another Missouri boy. What up? Yeah. If you're a fan of action movies, sci-fi thrillers, uh, apocalyptic movies, this is certainly a recommend. <laughs> Missouri I it a, boys. I gave it a solid three stars. Uh, you gave it a three, really? What? Giving it a three. Wow. What? Giving it a three. Mark and I were all slobbing on his dog, and you're like a three. Solid. I liked it. Well, like but, solid three. Like it gave you a boner, but you won't want I mean, No, he already said what the three was. Solid three, three stars. stars. Solid three stars. It should be filled... Oh, solid. Okay, I get yeah. you now. I believe I gave. Um, I understand Mark's pun now. It's a I, solid three. Yeah, I believe I gave Edge of Tomorrow and Oblivion both three stars. Both solid three stars. Yeah, I mean, I gave Dale and Tucker versus Evil fucking four stars. Yeah, you did because we're. You know what we are? God damn it, we're dreamers, Mark. And sometimes we get wrapped up in things and we make them Some better than say that. I'm a dreamer. Like the time I tried to get you to watch Juno, and I said it was like the greatest fucking movie ever. I, that movie, and then you I saw liked it. it. And you're like, all right. I watched it again, and I realized how much I liked it. Like, so. 
Yeah. Sometimes it takes me like more than one time to watch a freaking movie before I actually realize what it is. I mean, you watch it one time and then you miss so much. Like, like it's like you say with fire. Like, uh, okay, so I read a review about oh, Firefly. Oh wait, hang on. Is this a segue? Hold on. I'll get this. I'll get that. I'll get to that in just a moment. Anyways, teaser War- about a about a uh, article on Firefly. World War Z is available uh, on Netflix, streaming, whatever else you want to do. It's directed by Mark Forster. Uh, good movie. If you guys want to watch movies, the action movies, this is definitely one to see. It was cool as hell, guys. I liked it. Yeah. I want to give a love to one of our sponsors. Summertime's here. You guys need shades. So I do need some shades. I need some prescription yeah. shades. Yeah, you do. You need some Ray-Bans. You can get them at Solstice Sunglasses. So celebrate summer solstice with sizzling deals up to 80% off the original item price. Other top deals include an additional 30% off select sale items. 30% off full price Juicy Couture. Ooh, Ooh. juicy. Yeah, juicy. That's written on girls' bottoms. Two for $75 select styles off Armani Exchange, Tommy Hilfiger, Guess, and Juicy Couture. Now through July 31st, get an extra $25 gift card when you spend $150, a $50 gift card when you spend $200, or a $75 gift card when you spend 300 plus. No promo code needed. So you don't have to go online to retail me not and actually hunt for one. So just simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the Solstice banner in the sponsors page. Some, some brand exclusions may apply. That's Solstice sunglasses. Uh, I'm glad that they do it like that because I hate hunting for coupons and shit. It like, can be a pain. Every time I've ever ordered flowers, I do that. And Build-A-Bear too. I'm like, hey, Google. And then <sighs> you go on those web pages and they're like, here, click here for a coupon. And none of them work. And no, they you, never work. Yeah, so uh, thank you to Solstice Sunglasses. Solstice, sounds uh, good to me. More uh, more, uh, more promotional companies to come. Anyways, you guys had some uh, notes and thoughts of things you wanted to talk about. I know there's some television shows that you wanted to review from, uh, from whenever. So why don't you go ahead and get started on that before we head over to the news. Ever since I started this podcast, and by I started, I mean globbed on to you guys because you had already started it. Understood. Okay. Um, ever since I joined the podcast... Um, we have been talking about how much I love Joss Whedon, or Jaws Whedon as Mark. Joss Whedon? Buffy jo- the Vampire Slayer, The Avengers, and Firefly. And a bunch of other stuff. Yes. Angel. And- Angel and fucking Dr. Horrible. So anyway, I finally convinced Mark to watch Firefly. Dollhouse what? He watched it, and then he watched Serenity, and then I finally watched Dollhouse, and Mark's been recommending it ever since it was on when I started working with him. And so, um, Mark and I, and also Joey, because he's seen some of them, are going to reflect on I've seen all the Jaws Whedon universe. Yes, I've, well, I've seen yeah, I've seen little um, part of it. We've yeah, exactly right. I've seen all all episodes of Firefly. Okay, the whole season that was. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I've never. I was not a Buffy the Vampire Slayer watcher. I didn't. I didn't. We have, watched half an episode together. I probably didn't together. have cable back then when I was a child. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, my first venture after watching. Firefly and Serenity was when he was selected to direct well, the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I realized that he was a genius. So that's that's my thoughts on Joss Whedon. You guys have a lot more experience with him, so go ahead and break it down. Well, okay, so Serenity. Well, you, can we wanna, what are you going to start with? What are we going to start with? Can I, I don't start, know. Can I start with... Start with what, Buffy, what because I, Buffy was first, well, but I'm just now watching. What I wanted to say about Firefly, really quick, was the article that I read about when I first started watching the show, was how we were talking about likability and rewatching. Watching something one time and then saying, and then trying to reflect on it and realizing that, yeah, there's probably a ton of shit I missed. Yeah. So the guy wrote this really great review about Firefly, and he basically called it like too smart for TV. Viewers mm-hmm. weren't ready for it. Cable wasn't ready for it. Fox 
Fuck Fox them, was I'll not. Get, ready I'll get for into him. that later like, too. Fox, they fucked them. Basically, he's like saying like Fox wasn't ready for the way that they they were all about puns and they were all about not doing it the way that maybe they weren't about puns, but they were not doing it. They were all about doing the show in an unorthodox way. And the way the okay? Fox did it, they they didn't air, they didn't air the fucking first episode. What did, what do they call those guys? The pilot. Yeah, they didn't air the two hour pilot, which explained the whole fucking universe. They started on the fourth episode. And then showed them out of order. That's what, what? Fox did to Why them. would you do and that? And then they canceled it before they even showed all of them. And so, like, Joss Whedon and them were, like, begging them, like, please show this pilot. Like, and they made all the changes they told them to make, did all this stuff, and they wouldn't show the pilot. And so it basically was screwed from the beginning because it made no sense. People were – they started with the one where they robbed the train. And it's like, yeah. that doesn't explain who anybody is. It doesn't explain no, like, where the girl, river comes from, where her brother comes from, nothing. And the pilot was like, yeah, the pilot was – I didn't realize it was a two-hour-long pilot. Yeah, or whatever when, it is. When I yeah. watched it, I was like, whoa, okay. But you, it gets everything in there. It starts off weird because you're like, okay, wait, what happens here? Do they do they die and then it starts over and they tell you the story? But no, they're actually showing a little clip of what it was before they became the, – the, the big war. The with, war, right. Yeah. The, the independence versus the, the uh, alliance, right? Alliance, thank you. Yeah, right. I can think of it, yeah. But – it, real quick in the article, to just finish up on my oh, article. Oh, sorry, yeah. The guy said that he watches the show and he loves it, but he also rewatches it to find those little things that he misses. He says, every time I rewatch it, I see something new. He's like, every episode has so much to offer that you can't catch it all in one episode. There's so much detail, so much in it that he's like, I have to watch it more than once. And he's like, every once in a while, I'll watch it. And then I'll rewatch it a little bit while later, just just to relive it one more time. And and you said the same thing to me for too. Mm-hmm. You were like, I've watched it a bunch of times, and I was like, okay, I watched it, and when it ended, I was like, fuck. Like I don't know if it was me wanting more because you built it up and it lived up to that anticipation. It or, breaks my heart every time or I watch it. It was just that <laughs> good of a show because it was not like any other show. It was. That it was good. written very like like. Superb. It wasn't written as a, like a TV show. It was written almost just like regular life. Like there's, there's um, like the dialect is very mm. choppy. You know, it's almost like they have their own. They do have their own language, and they kind of have like do Chinese every once in a while. And they drop some stuff in there in Chinese. Yeah, basically what they, um, what happened was the only two societies that survived were Chinese and American. Okay, that, okay, that makes sense then. If that, but like the way they talk, it's just like, it's, it's like you and I having a conversation mm-hmm. with texting and short shortened words and abbreviations and, and stuff. little teeny jokes in the background that you right. don't even notice but they're they make the whole episode mm-hmm. it, it firefly like the and i know it's kind of cliche to say it this way but the way it is is it's basically like a western in space yep. it's like a space show but all their little adventures are totally like little western capers like you can yeah. see billy the kid doing it as opposed to yeah Mal and they refer to like the, you know they refer to serenity the spaceship as a boat yeah you know sometimes yeah. like a boat and you know and they refer like the like the space is like the is like their ocean you mm-hmm. know it's cool it's cool like how they how they make those references he just wants to make a living as far away from the the, the verse the verse as yeah. he can <laughs> he, he wants to get to the outer planets he wants to get away from the people that beat him in the war and it's just in the every character has such a background that they could have got into like fucking Shepard. He's a preacher, which they call shepherds. But you basically find out he's not a yeah. preacher. I don't know what he's, he was. he's got some kind of high level. And, and I'm going to read the government uh, something. Yeah, I'm going to read the comic that explains it. But it, it basically sounds like he was he was kind of like, you know, the guy in Serenity who was there to like find him and 
the black dude like do whatever it takes with the samurai yeah, sword. Yeah, Judable, Judable something. Yeah, he's um, he's basically like him. Oh, what the fuck is his name? I just saw it the other day. I was just I was looking at the the, the second comic. Uh, no, Jubal was the uh, he's like the, the guy the bounty hunter. Oh, you're talking about the other guy in Serenity. Jubal Early was yeah. Jubal Early, you're talking about yeah, the, the, the guy, guy in Serenity. Serenity that was like, coming after. Yeah, he was like a bounty hunter too, wasn't agent, he? Agent, whatever. He was like an agent. So oh, they're he saying was like, like he was he was some assassin. kind of like fucking assassin, basically. Right. Okay. Right. An assassin. Yeah. So I mean, every character on there has got a place on the ship. Uh, Kaylee's the mechanic. She's a cute, cute little gal who knows a lot about ships, and she loves Serenity of the ship. And then you have the escort. Uh, what what were they called? Basically. No, no, no. In, oh, go, sorry. Go no, ahead. Sorry. She was um. Not an escort. An ambassador. Is that bonafide ambassador? Yeah, 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 yeah. What were we saying, Jeff? Yeah, it's one of the girls on the on the ship comes from a, a place where they train prostitutes. But yeah. prostitutes in this show, they're considered royalty, like really high class. High yeah. class, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's a and they had an episode where they went to a whorehouse. Yeah, they're and not like yeah, they're not even they're not even considered the whorehouses. There's no like sanctuaries. There's, they're like there's they're like not like Brooklyn prostitutes. Yeah, there's whores and then there's um, ambassadors. And yeah, but so the, they're was... like trained in etiquette and things like that. Yeah, like, they're, like they're a yeah. yeah, and it, it, to tell you the truth, it kind of oh, I just thought of this. It reminds me of a little bit of Lean Into Dollhouse. Yeah, I was yeah, just the same thing. Joey, yeah, yeah Mark was going to say it. Basically, those are like you know, sex for hire in yeah. Dollhouse. It's almost like a whorehouse, but it's a high class, very expensive. You got to be a wealthy in person. Yeah. To, to to get in to get into and it. I, yeah. And I know we can't talk about the entire thing because we're going to talk about more than just Serenity, but like. What happened was it got canceled, and it was such a well done show. And 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 I know I'm gonna sound like an idiot saying this, but like seriously, if you haven't watched it, just fucking watch it. It's great. And it got canceled, and there was such an uproar from the internet, and early on in the internet too. People were freaking out, and then uh, all the actors and Joss basically said, "I'm never gonna let this die until we get more something." So, yeah, he went in there and, and asked Fox, like, yo, give me the rights to the show. And they said, okay, miraculously. Yeah. And so what he did is he ended up shopping around and they made, they ended up like, what was it, four years later? Three years later. Three years later, they ended up making Serenity. And then so they, they made a movie which more explained how they, how they got River out. Uh, River is like a person who's very special and the uh, Lions have been doing tests on her. And then they more elaborate the story on what happens after the show ended. Like the thing, the, the crazy thing about that was it's like a school that she like wanted to go to. Yeah. And then they ended up, it was like a school for really, really smart mm-hmm. kids. And she was almost like before this, she too, she was like, she could see the future or read minds or whatnot. She was a she bit was of like a psychic. psychic yeah. Almost. And I guess the government kind of <clears throat> wanted to tap in it and they removed part of her brain. I remember they were saying that kind of allows your, your body to decipher senses and and, and feelings and, and, and different things that you're trying to do they removed it from her so basically she feels everything and she and she can't mm-hmm. figure out how to make it stop which was crazy and then like, and then the points when things click like there's one point a really it's a beautiful scene like she's walking through a uh uh oh fuck what do they call those orchard she's walking through an orchard yeah. there's leaves falling down and she like bends down and she's like, this object is not what it is. It's just an object. And there's a stick below her. And she picks up the stick and then all of a sudden you hear everybody in the ship screaming and she's holding a fucking gun. And she just yes. doesn't understand what's going on. And then another time they're raiding a ship and she looks over at Kaylee and they're pinned down and Kaylee's scared. 
and she looks out for three seconds and then takes the gun and shoots like seven people yep. just without even looking. And so they like made her like this badass assassin, psychic, crazy. In Serenity, what they did is they more elaborated upon that where she could help out. She could she could help out more with the fighting. She could help out more with everything. That kind of that kind of toned into is how she was like, almost like like a sleeper type of special assassin yeah. type where the government was trying to build these assassins. What do they call them? Uh, Manchurian candidates, where they flip a switch and they yeah, just, yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. Killers. She was given she was given like a like a password or some type of like signal that you know subliminal signal that triggered something and. Mm-hmm. and and she went off, and like that scene in the club where she kicks like freaking like twenty five to thirty yeah. people's asses, and then he drops like the password, you know, and it's like, oh, okay. it's just, and and it's such a big universe too. Like there's there's comics now that I've been buying, and there's there's one more recently that came out that goes beyond the story of Serenity, where I don't I don't want to run who dies and who doesn't, but anyway, they go into that, and it's it's just really well done. Joss is a, a genius. And like even the movie, the shows that I didn't want to watch, like Dollhouse, I had no interest until I watched more of Joss's stuff. And I watched Dollhouse, and Dollhouse builds a whole other universe like that, also, where it's just uh, it's not what you more, it's not what you expect. Yeah, it's like oh, a Dollhouse. Oh, okay, it's just a big show about a uh, whorehouse. They take people but, and they wipe their brains. But it's like it's, yeah, it, it's way more. You get involved in that story, and you're like, okay, there's all kinds of shit going on. They have heart. Show. Every one of his shows has heart. Like that's what they make you attached to the characters. Well, and like you, were which saying, makes you attached to the show. What was your point? Not for so, nothing, personality. How, yeah, exactly. Like how he was taking female leads against what'd you say, the apocalypse, pretty much. Yeah, uh, starting and, with Buffy. I mean, and Mark and I were talking about that the other day. It's like, how popular would these shows be now with the whole sci-fi? Uh, thing that he, you know, like the whole um, Divergent, yeah. um, Hunger Games, and even um, Twilight to an extent, even though that girl is well, fucking look worthless. The, um, look at the even the show, even though the shows, some of the shows haven't done very well. Look at the amount of people who have been successful off of them. Yeah. If you go with Serenity, you have Nathan Fillion, you have Adam Baldwin, you have Alan Tudyk. Mm-hmm. They all went on to be successful actors. And Summer Glau's on everything, as Mark pointed but out. She is she is in everything these days. Like she's not like a like a regular. But she's in a lot of shows. Like she's in, uh, yeah, she was in Terminator. What? She was in Terminator, Sarah Chronicle, Sarah Connor Chronicles. She Sarah was Chronicle. in the Cape, huh? Yeah, Chronicles. Yeah, Sarah, yeah the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Right? Yeah, did I say it wrong? No, she was in. She was in the Cape, which was a short-lived TV show on NBC. Uh, they hey, fucked, that was. I like that show, right and they you fucked know. it up. Um, that thing ran she was also. She's also, and I like. She was in something else we were talking about the other day too that we weren't. That, yeah. I mean, you also have Allison Flanagan, and uh, I mean that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was synd- was syndicated. So once it goes to syndication, Allison these people can buy, uh, other channels can buy the reruns. Who? Allison Hannigan. Yeah, Allison Hannigan from uh, from. Uh, yeah, she was in. Your she was in Joe, Buffy though first. Ban- uh, Joe and I were talking about how she's, she's set for life. What a career she's made, dude. She got. And they're Michelle all Geller, trilogies. Sarah Michelle Geller never yeah. has to work again. Like Allison Hannigan has Buffy. American Pie trilogy and How I Met Your Mother. Girls like, ex- yeah, and she's so, like she's like a sneaky star. Like you don't really realize it until you think about it. But she's been in really some yeah. successful shit. She's all set. And so, and, and the cool thing about Dollhouse too is there's like you'll you'll end up oh. seeing like Patton Oswalt's in four episodes and Summer uh, Glau's in, in, in Dollhouse. Do- Summer Glau's in Dollhouse. You know who just gave, you know gave uh, Patton Oswalt a huge compliment? Who's that? Nick DePaula. What he said? He just said guy was funny. He loved his. Uh, 
He loved his bit on uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. He said oh, yeah. Fun- he said it was one of the funniest things Famous he's ever Paul, heard. I love that one. He didn't like him back in the day, but then he started listening to some of the stuff. He's like, I got to tell you, this, he's like, Patton, even though our, our political differences are completely different, he, that guy is a riot. I'm going to make you guys watch the, the, the... I do like Pat. I do think the new Patton stuff is really funny. The uh, improv he did on Parks and Rec, I'm going to make you guys watch that tonight. It's all... You guys will love it. It's all about comedy clubs. Have you seen Comedians Cars Coffee? There's one where Jerry picks up a picks few. up Patton Oswalt in the DeLorean. Oh, I got to watch and that. And the DeLorean breaks down. Spoiler. I got to watch that shit. And uh, he takes him to a hipster coffee house. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, don't mess up that microphone. So, yeah, uh, basically, they, they all have these huge universes. Back to Whedon. They're all... Dr. Horribles, and is I know it's not on Netflix Wheaton? anymore. Whedon. I thought it was because I've seen it before, but I looked for yesterday and I couldn't find it. It came off in March. Yeah, okay. So Dr. Horrible is another one. I don't know why they bring stuff. God, you could have a podcast dedicated. Why do they take stuff off of Netflix? Just fucking leave it on there. You could have podcasts dedicated to Joss Whedon and just well, talk about it for years. So so anyway, like they all have heart. And what Mark and I were talking about earlier is he kind of, he didn't create the character of the special girl who's in post-apocalyptic, but like scenarios. But I think it would be even more popular now because of Divergent, Hunger Games, you know, um, all those shows. In like all, like he had Buffy, he had uh, the girl from Dollhouse, uh, Echo, Eliza Dushku, and then Eliza he had uh, Summer Glau in Serenity. Was she a singer? She was actually in Buffy oh, too. Oh, that's Erica Badu. Yeah. <laughs> You better call Tyrone. Call him. Yeah, where's my head at? <laughs> she was in Buffy. She was a reoccurring yeah. character in Buffy. But it's good stuff, man. The thing is, is I just think that those shows were shows that people weren't ready for. I mean, Buffy lasted, what, eight seasons, seven, eight seasons? Seven, because the comics are... 100 episodes? Yeah. 107, yeah. 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 The, uh, uh, the, the The A season is the comics. But I don't think people were ready for some of this stuff. No. But like, the thing of Buffy, uh, WB, I think it was on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Dollhouse, Fox. Sure. Why would he go back to Fox after the Firefly shit? I mean, because they gave him money because they realized they made a fucking mistake. Maybe. So, so anyway, basically, like, he's amazing. I really recommend everything he's ever done. All, all the shows we talked about are really good things that will you can get engrossed in. There's universes he creates and then they're elaborated on in comics and and i know we talk a lot about comics and marvel and the dc but i'm really like i'm not a comic dude but the fucking dark horse comics is the shit they do all the like walking dead they do all the firefly the dollhouse the doctor horrible they do all my comics dark horse isn't bad they're just they're just another comic company but they do have some really cool they do some good stuff yeah and Pat oswald did it i think did an episode like Dark, it, yeah. City too, it's like Marvel, DC, and then there's Dark yeah. So yeah, they're really anyway. It's it's a really great show. All of them are watch them. I'm blabbing, but you yeah, should just I mean, watch it. I mean, there's Dollhouse. I wish like I feel like the first season was really good, and then they kind of rushed. I mean, he it. was forced. He was forced to, to to finish it up the second season, which kind of sucks because I read a bunch of articles about that show too, and it was like he had plans. You know, he yeah, had five year character development for all of them, and it was such a such a great interesting story about everything and like you never really figured out what it was for and why they were doing this dollhouse thing and what they thought they were doing and it sucks it sucks that it didn't last this long and there's shows on tv that you're like man why did that why did fucking why didn't it last why why i don't want to shit on a show why does one show get eight seasons and this other show get nothing it's just timing it's yeah. it's That's all about yeah, but it's all about audience too. It's like, yeah. I mean, you have fifty million Law and Order shows, and I'm not saying they're not good, 
but they're all the same. You know, they, 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 a crime happens, they solve it. All right, yeah. fucking. And on SVU, it's a child's raped every Thanks, week. I hate that shit. Well, I mean, like, there's plenty of shows that I've watched, like The Cape. Okay, I like that Cape. There's a guy that starred in The Cape. Um, he's also in the show. He was also one of the guys in the show Revolution. Which oh the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. First season was really good, and I heard that show got canceled after two seasons. So they're wrapping it up. They wrapped it up this year after two. Um, I, I Jobs Whedon was not in that, but I think J.J. Abrams was an executive producer. Nice. Like you always put J.J. Abrams and, and Whedon kind of together. Like well, like they're they're all they're, they're kind of those guys that are behind a lot of hits on TV. I see that point. Like okay. you know, J.J. Abrams lost. Okay. Mark and I could basically talk about this for fucking ever, and it's amazing. This is please, just a long podcast. If anybody listens to it, please, or listens to this, please watch those fucking shows because they're amazing. And if you want to know more about Joss Whedon, just go to imdb.com and just check out his entire universe of everything he's created. Everything he's created. I just, you know, I have absolutely nothing against Joss Whedon and everything he's done. There's so much to pick. It literally is a, his own buffet table of movies, yeah. shows, things he's produced, and things he's written, screenplays he's done, things he hasn't even done yet. I, I'm even going to go on a limb, and I, I actually think Serenity is my favorite TV show of all time. Firefly. Yeah, Firefly. And it was only one fucking season. So <laughs> cool. I give Joss Whedon a 12 out of 5. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? Uh, before I wrap this up, you know what uh, Firefly got as a rating on IMDb? I don't know, but I want to kill them if they said that. 9.2 out of 10. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say out of 100, fuck them. I don't know. Well, dude, I mean, there's some so shows on that good. Just, I mean, I've watched some great shows, and I've watched some bad ones. All right, let's get to some goofy-ass news. All right? I like it. All right, this one I'm actually kind of happy about. Uh, courtesy of Brad Brevett at Robosilicon. Oh, hang on, Brad? I know Brad. Yeah. You know Brad? Yeah. Nice yeah. Brad Brevett. Brad. Brad. What's up, Brad? Brad. Foot fetish guy. Yeah, totally. Resident Evil 6 will what? be the last movie Good. in the franchise. Who cares? I haven't... Uh, Sorry, Mila Kunis? No. Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich. Okay. I'd watch uh, it if it was me. Here's his, here's his take on it. I haven't seen a Resident Evil movie since the third one in 2007, which means I never saw the franchise's turn to 3D with Resident Evil Afterlife and Retribution. But I didn't want to avoid the sequels out of some dislike for the franchise. In fact, the Resident Evil movies aren't too bad, at least for the movies you never expect to be good in the first place. Now, the original plan was to have Resident Evil 6 in theaters on September 12th of this year. That clearly isn't going to happen, but writer-slash-director Paul W.S. Anderson has confirmed with Collider the sixth film is coming, and that will most likely be the last. Quote, Resident Evil, the final chapter, is the working title, Anderson said. It may be, end up being the final title, but that's written on the front page of my script. I'm in the middle of that first draft. There are no set production or release dates just yet, but Anderson hopes there will be announcements soon, and he did confirm the film will be released in 3D. I don't know how the hell these movies stuck around for so damn long. I really, they were, they sucked. They sucked. I've seen a couple of them. They're not bad. They suck. Can I ask you guys a question? Dude, a, hot, a hot chick fighting a zombie apocalypse. Can I, just talking about it. Can I ask you guys a question? Oh, I'm sorry. Are we trying to talk? <laughs> hey. How does that have more fucking viewers than a show like Serenity? Like, why aren't there fucking... That's exactly what we're Why aren't there, like, about six Shane? episodes of Serenity? Because Serenity was not based off a of video game. Resident yeah. Was. Like, why aren't there six Serenities? Because people don't get it. God damn it. You can make six Serenities. And yeah, but Resident... Oh, well, anyway, yeah, I agree with Joe. Resident Evil is a thing that's there. How does Summer range. Glow not have her own TV show? Why does she have to do a six, seven episode guest appearance? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
So good. Wrap that up. Yeah, Fuck those guys. It. Wrap that up and wrap up that series. And well, Saul, guys. too. You could, t- you could take Resident Evil and Saul and stick them up your ass. And, and what? You can, you can stick them up your uh, fucking human centipede for all I care. Uh, this next one, courtesy of Jeff Snyder of The Rap. Jeff. Me and Jeff were rapping the other day. The Blonde. Jessica Bart set to return as foul-mouthed girlfriend Tammy Lynn in Ted 2. Ted actress Jessica Barth has closed, oh, Tammy Lynn. Yep, <laughs> has closed a deal to reprise her role as the uh, is it titular? Titular Jessica character? Teddy, uh, titular Teddy Bear's girlfriend slash co-worker Tammy Lynn in uh, Ted 2. Amanda Seyfried is also joining uh, the original Ted starring Mark Wahlberg while Seth MacFarlane will also return to voice everyone's favorite foul mouth stuffed animal. In the first film, Barth played the cashier who falls for Ted, Ted's unique charms and later clashes with Wahlberg's girlfriend played by Mila Kunis. She also pulled it off a convincing Boston accent, which can also be difficult for some actors. Can't stand it. Well, McFarlane is directing Ted 2 from a screenplay he wrote, he co-wrote with frequent collaborators uh, Alex Sulkin and Wesley Wilde. He's also producing with Bluegrass Films, Scott Stubber, as well as John Jacobs and Jason Clark. So he's just going out. He's pulling out all the stuff. John Jacobs. Uh, Ted John was the highest grossing art, original R-rated comedy of all time. It may be surpassed by one this year, probably 22 Jump Street. I don't know. But it so far is the highest grossing R-rated comedy of all time. Uh, Jessica Barth is not she's, she's not new to the Seth MacFarlane universe. She's voiced most, multiple actors, multiple characters on MacFarlane's hit animated series Family Guy, including uh, Kate Hudson in True Blood, heroin Soupy Snackers. <laughs> she's also appeared on Parks and Recreation, while her feature credits include Get Smart and the Nicolas Cage movie Next. So... Look, cool. forward, look forward to... Uh, That's a really good show to watch on, like, HBO randomly on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. Ted. <laughs> like, it's just on, so you watch it, you know? <laughs> I, have get... an up, I have an update also on uh, Transformers. Transformers. Which comes out next weekend. Robots in disguise. Yeah. Remember how I mentioned a couple weeks ago that it was going to be actually the shortest film of franchise? Yeah. Sure. No. Extending it? It's the longest. Oh, my God. Three hours? Courtesy of Denna Geek. Denofgeek.com by Simon Brew. Transformers Age of Extinction, just shy of three hours long. Fuck you. I thought you said it was going to be like an hour 45. 166 minutes. Oh my god. Oh my god, what's going to happen? I I bet they go to robot heaven six times. Appreciating that we've not seen the movie yet, and thus far it may turn out to warrant every single minute, it it has been confirmed that the running time of Michael Bay's Transformers, which is the uh, the fourth in the franchise, Age of Extinction is a bum-numbing 166 minutes, so 14 minutes shy of three hours, including the Jesus end credits. Christ. Furthermore, this flies in the face of Michael Bay's earlier comments about the movie, where he said just over a year ago that Age of Extinction would be shorter than the already bloated third film, Dark of the Moon, that ran for 154 minutes. Turns out, rather than being shorter, the new film will be 12 minutes longer. Wow. That's crazy, dude. Regardless of everything, I would still like to go see it because that is definitely a movie where you just need to escape. Well, yeah, and you're totally into those. I mean, you love those shows. And and I was totally into uh, Transformers when I was a kid, so I don't know why it hasn't clicked with me, but it just doesn't. But Because you don't think the movies have any substance. That's why. Ugh, you think that they're fucking stupid. But they're cool, though. I mean, they're entertaining to watch. They're not, they're, it's not a movie for to win awards. It's no. a movie to go and lose yourself for two hours, or in this case, almost three. You just kind of have like a mind melt and just fucking enjoy shit getting blown up. But I mean, uh... in a couple more notes on uh, um, Hollywood that isn't really Hollywood news, um, I was seeing today all over the Internet 
that Lifetime is making the unauthorized behind-the-scenes movie of Saved by the Bell, where they're going to like do, like basically reenact the story of Saved by the Bell with the characters, like what it was really like behind the scenes. Really? Yeah, you know, kind of like how they did with like the monkeys. It's like the true story of the monkeys. Oh, really? You know what I mean? How awesome is that going to be? So it's unauthorized, like so Saving the Bell's not saying they can do it? I don't know. Who the fuck so is So they're going to have the somebody Bell? playing Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Yeah, yeah. Mark Paul Gosselin? And, and so I was seeing the other day on the internet, too, that apparently Screech was a fucking asshole when he was on the set. Was like, he, Didn't he go into porn or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, and man, he used to like, screech. he would like spread rumors Allegedly. about people behind the scenes and so anyway, that Lifetime movie I'm actually going to watch because... Mario Lopez kicked somebody's ass probably, man. Who, who didn't grow up with fucking Saved by the Bell? That's probably people older or younger than us. Um, and then also in 1980, on today's date, June 20th, uh, Blues Brothers came out. So happy anniversary. Blues Brothers 2000 was a piece of what, shit. What was Zach? Zach what? What was his name? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Galvanakis. Did you call him Preppy? <laughs> Yeah, he called him Preppy. Preppy. And I used to think it was so gross how he called What's-Her-Face Mama. I don't know why that used to make me gross me called, out. Called what? Slater? Uh, Slater called, called Jesse Mama? Mama. Why did he call her Mama? I, I don't know, but it used to gross she me from out. from New Hampshire? <laughs> I guess. And Mom, also a quick Mom, update Mom. on uh, movies coming out this weekend. I just want to give a quick update. Courtesy of Rotten Tomatoes. Coherence, 81%. Third Person, 24%. Venus and Fur, 92%. Jersey Boys, 56%. Think Like a Man 2, starring Kevin Hart, 23%. Zero percent. So that wraps that up. Uh, before we get to the celebrity birthday Think game, like I'd like to give a love to one of our final sponsors. Guys, we all know we all got to work for a living. Uh, going to the post office can suck and be a total time waste. I fucking hate it. So stamps.com is the easiest, most convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses already use stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. Print USPS postage, approved postage, right from your PC. Use Stamps.com postage to send letters, packages, and even priority mail. Stamps.com virtually eliminates eliminates trips to the post office. You sign up now for Stamps.com, you'll get an $80 offer that includes postage and a free digital scale. Stamps.com offers a four-week no-risk trial for all new customers. So quit wasting your lunch hour at the post, uh, post office. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the Stamps banner in the Sponsors page. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the celebrity game right after this. sitting on the other side right now because apparently when i'm sitting in the control i know i know well you know what hey it's your podcast just because you own everything doesn't mean i only running this shit i only want i only want brains we're the talent okay all you faithful listeners what's happening right now is we are doing the patented birthday game that nobody's ever done ever i'm sure patent pending i've (laughs) I've never i've never heard of it and uh, what we're doing this week is we're going to have old Joseph Corso see if he can beat Mark Seymour. Have you ever had anybody else to the birthday game? Because I've never what, seen Joseph What I just decided three seconds ago is if Joe wins, Joe stays. And next week, Mark has to come up with the people. 
And I play oh, against Joe. You have any idea oh, how, how scared I am right now? We're doing a show. I'm like, all, all the stuff going through my head, and now I have to suddenly realize whether or I've not only, it's, I've it's only Liam Neeson's once. birthday or not. But Shane, I should be in your spot because I lost you last week. Okay. But Shane's, Shane's choice of movies is so off. Like, oh, they're not all movies. This except, is a random list. But I can right, dominate now, you like four weeks in a row. Here's the thing. Yep. If it's movies or TV. I'll let you know who it is. You just say movies or TV. If it's if it's inter- if it's music, tell us music. That way, our mind frame changes. Because okay. I need all the help I can my get. My mind frame. Music and yeah. movies. So this 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 is this one person is two categories. Okay, so you're marking on Joe. I don't know what to say on this that would make it hard to understand. Just two yeah. two hint, two to three hints per person. Okay. His daughter is a fashion designer. She's a musician. Mark. Paul McCartney. Fuck you. Yeah. Mark, with the point. How old's Paul McCartney? 72, 72 years young, everybody. When I'm 72. Dun, dun, I would have never right? got that. I didn't he's know also that. a poet. He's also a painter. I have a painter. Okay. I have, a, I have a feeling these. I have a feeling these are designed to make I have a book of all. I have no, a book of his they're paintings. Not. They're terrible. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Athlete, German. Mark, Dirk Nowitzki. Am I right? Mark. Oh. Turn. Oh 36 years old. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. How's he, on, how's he on IMDb? I don't know. I didn't go to IMDb. Oh, <laughs> I thought we only did IMDb. I thought I looked up celebrity birthdays, bro. Oh. I'm Dude, the IMDb, I didn't know who any of the people were. I'm in a lot of trouble. No, you're not. Yeah, you are, especially if you thought. Wait, so the birthday. How many, how many, how many I was on the list? Um, Like 16. Okay. So right. can, can I ask a question quick? Yep. So when I if I lose to Joe, so when we do when I do this, what time period do you do? Just the week? From tomorrow to yes, from Sunday to Saturday. Sunday to Saturday, okay. okay. With the exception of last week, because Kanye was actually the Sunday. Oh, wait, would, that you, in... would you go? Would you go Saturday to that Thursday, leading up to the podcast? Though no, Sunday to Saturday. I look two days ahead. I'm able to do that with the internet. I don't internet. actually know what I did. It's just this yeah. week. All okay. right. Well, you have to okay, like last Saturday to Sunday, basically. Okay. 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 Actor, and what we got going on is. Harold and Kumar. Oh, man. Joey. Mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris. Point to Joey. <laughs> 41 years old. I didn't know what to do to make him hard. That 41 years old. That was pretty old. good. Because he, kind of, he, kind of, yeah, he jumps in that movie pretty good, though. Okay. This one, the hint is Mark Seymour. Joey. Yep. Mark Marin. Nope. Oh, I don't know. You gotta give me another clue. Okay, second what? clue. <laughs> oh, all right, Mark Ray Lamontagne. <laughs> Mark Ray Lamontagne, born on the same day as Neil Patrick Harris, forty-one years old. What was my next guess gonna be? What day is that? Do you know? No. Oh, I was gonna say Noah Wiley. No, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Mark's up three to one. Dark skies. All right. Falling skies. All right, Joe, you ready? Yeah. Actress, TV actress. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bruce Springsteen. Mark. Courtney Cox. Fuck you. <laughs> Joey, I'm That's not trying so, to give it to him. I'm sorry. It's Bruce, so easy, though. Come well, on. Bruce Springsteen, that, that, that took me a minute. The I, other ones I could have done. Dancing in the Dark, I know. The other ones I could have done were, were uh, Cougar Town or Friends. Well, no, because that's still the thing is I know Courtney Cox is in that video. Yeah. So it's like, and that's like one of the most, those ones she was famous for. Plus, it's, I don't know, TV actress, Bruce Springsteen. That's the first thing that pops into my mind. All right. I could have been wrong. Mark's up, but it's okay. We can come back. Okay. Familiar territory. Familiar okay. Ground right here. Actress. 
Um, Tom Cruise. Joey. Yep. Nicole Kidman. That a boy, Joe. Two to four. She turned 47 this year. 47, huh? Wow. She doesn't look 47. Okay. This person is an actor. Turned 62 this week. You guys ready? Oh, brother, we're outbound. Joey. Yep. George Clooney. No. Mark. Yep. John Goodman. Oh! Am I right? Yeah. 62. Yeah, I knew as soon as I said that, that was bad. Those are the only two people Clooney's I know in that his, that Clooney's in his 50s. Goodman and Clooney, that's it. Okay, this person... John Krasinski wasn't in that, was he? He's in the other one, wasn't he? Yeah. Would have turned 117 if he was still alive today. What? He's an actor. Okay. He was part... Here's the hint. He was part of a three-person acting crew. Three-person acting crew? I don't even know what that means. Joey. Mm-hmm. Mo Howard? Joey! <laughs> what? Who the hell is that? Mo Howard, the Three Stooges. Oh, oh okay. I was thinking of this. I yeah, but I, He died in 1975 at wow. the ripe old age of 77. Damn. Would have been 117 this Jesus. week. Jesus. <laughs> Damn, Corso. Pulling that one out of your ass. No, and I apologize like that this one is definitely directed towards Mark. Why? But... Musician. I would have never got that. No, this next one. Oh. Musician. You ready? Okay. I in love and you. Oh. Joey. Yep. Ben Folds. Nope. That's not fair because. Actually, I actually don't even know. You know the name. I know. I know. It's okay if you don't know. I just want to give him props because he's a man. He's my favorite of the group. Okay, hold on. Mark. Uh. I don't know. I I know it's one of the Abbott brothers, but I don't know. Okay, he just said Abbott brothers. I don't know. That's a hint for you for the next hint. You ready? I don't know their first names. Okay. I I should know it, but I don't. Abbott brothers. So that's their last name, Joe. I don't even know. Joey, just listen. Okay. Dr. Evil's son. Joey. Yep. Seth Green? (laughs) Seth Green Abbott? No. Can I go in? Yes. Mark Seth Abbott? No, Scott Abbott, you guys. You just said Seth! No, his Dr. Scott, Evil's son is Seth Green! Dr. Evil's son's name was Scott. Well, fuck you! <laughs> Nobody got that one. I knew Scott it, Abbott was the better one anyway. Yeah, he's the man. I just well, is, he, is he the one that uh, divorced his wife and started dating the chick from Dexter? I have no idea. Which one is he, the older or the younger? The younger. He's the guy that plays the banjo. Then he is the one that divorced his wife for the uh, chick on Dexter. He's right? got a couple kids. Doesn't mean well. Then that's the older. What? Ah, yeah, fuck it. They look exactly the same. Scott no, the older brother is the one that. This like, one's more directed towards Joe. All right, sorry, just cut me off. Okay, let's do it. Tell me the story, Mark. I don't know the story. You want to fight? Why are you so hostile? I don't know. Have another rum and coke. All right. Give me a hug. I love you. No, I was gonna say that like their their album, The Carpenter, mm-hmm. was Jessica Jennifer Carpenter mm-hmm. is the girl that was allegedly one that said that. He like left his wife for the actress Jennifer Carpenter, and then afterwards, that that happened like eleven months later. They came oh, out. Oh really? They came out with their album The Carpenter, and yeah. they were all like, everyone said it was like a hate towards that, but it really wasn't. They just denied it. But, it's a good album. What's the I song thought it was I like? a good album. What's the song I like? On I don't know. It's one that was on the radio a lot. So. Um, it's really depressing. That's why I like. They're it. all fucking depressing. That's why I can only listen to it one time. I get murdered in the city. Yeah. 
Merlin no, no, City. Like at Merlin, that's not on the carpenter. You guys right. want to go to that? You want to go? What? Burlington? Beaver Belly. What? I don't know. We'll talk about let's, it. Let's get through this. Time your buddy's getting married. Comedian. You mean my brother? It's not your brother. You got to go to your brother's fucking wedding. It's in September. I don't have anybody else that's getting married. You said you wanted to get out of the wedding. Oh, the, oh. Yeah. Okay. Want me to edit that part out? Edit that out. Comedian. Wow. Sleepwalk with me. Director George Joe. He knows him. I know he knows him. One of my favorites. What a jerk. <laughs> Joey Patton Oswalt? Nope. That's a, you like freaking had a boner about Patton Oswalt a couple weeks ago. Second hit. My girlfriend's boyfriend. Wait. Mark. Go ahead. No, it's not Dane Cook, is it? Why would I like Dane Cook? I don't know because why? I just Joey Mark Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia turned thirty-six years old. You don't like Dane Cook? I'm sorry, he's not funny. That's what I thought. Okay. Dane Cook's a Okay. You don't know who you don't know Mike Birbiglia or the WTF with, with Dane Cook. Just ignore me. That's fine. Great listen. Who's an asshole? Anybody. Yeah, Mike Birbiglia is kind of an asshole. He could be an asshole in real life. He could be. I yeah. Agree. I'm just sticking up for it. Okay. I agree with you. Well, let's get this over with before we end no, up fight on the podcast here. You hear ruffling in the background. <laughs> me getting laid out. All right, guys. Trying to do some arrow moves. All I'm going to do is sit on him. Hey, thing this I ain't Madden. You can't throw the controllers. Yeah, I almost threw the controllers. So take it easy on the table. Well, you won last night. What did you throw the controllers? The other day. Not actually, last night, I, actually I, I kind of won. Joey won for texting you. Okay. The texting had nothing to do with it. It was the wet mist Parks and Recreation. Everybody. I don't know. I'm not saying my name, so it doesn't count yet. The other two are obvious, so I can't give the other two. But I need to say Parks and Rec. Is that your answer? It's okay. going to be obvious when I say the next hint. Okay. Well, give us the next hint. Mark, Amy Poehler. Nope. Joey? Yeah. Joey? Yeah. Um, Joey Aziz Anzari? Nope. Okay. Okay. Oh, God, this is so directed towards either one of you, depending on who I'd say. Well, that's what you need. Let's go. Okay, you guys ready? Let's I'm going to say both at the same time. Guardians of the Galaxy, Joey. your engagement. Joey. Sorry, because I can't think of his name anyway now. Shit. <sighs> He's a lead actor in he Guardians is. of the Galaxy, isn't he? He is. And he's married to what's her face? I don't know. Neither. I I have no idea what his name is. I can't even think. I know it. exactly who it is. All right, third hint. You guys ready? It's not Sean William Scott. It's I'm just but that name keeps popping in my you head. Ready? He was also in that. This is gonna be an obvious one. Uh, he was in Take Me Home Tonight. Hey, look, that guy. Look, it's Riss the Rat. Riss Rat. Oh, Chris, Joey. <laughs> did you just make up Riss the Rat? I did. <laughs> just so you would That's say a it. Lame right. Joey, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Joey gets the point. Was that a sympathy? Was that for, was that like a sympathy? What's the score? Hint? A, 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 cent, a sympathy hint? It was. What's the okay. score? It is one, two, three, four, five. Two, one, two, three, four, five. Hide up. Oh, all right. Yeah, see, it's got to have to be pretty close. It's six till we go. This is the next hint. You wait, guys wait, ready? Wait, just a second. 
We're good, man. We're good. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Straight out of Compton. Joey, Ice Cube. Another ni- <sighs> Joey, Ice Cube. <laughs> Point goes to Joey. Ice Cube turns 45. Oh, my God. Another Ice N-word cube. name, Ice Cube. You can call me Cube. NW Attitude. With all those cores like By the way, there's a movie coming out. I just saw the cast members today. Yes, they have a yeah, uh, NWA, an N- NWA movie. the movie's coming How out. How sick is that? And you know who's be? playing uh, Ice Cube? I don't know. You guys, His son. You guys can go see it. I'm not going to go see I'm, it. I have I'm no a... interest in that. It's just funny. But... Cool. Okay, right. cool. You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, 46. Turn 46. Basketball. Joey. Yep. Trey Parker. Nope. Mark. Matt Stone. Nope. Is it Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? No, but those are the guys, right? Yeah. Shane, you guys ready for this? It's yeah, an easy one. Go ahead. Baywatch. Joey. Yep. Uh, David David Hasselhoff? No. Mark. Yasmin Bleed. Yes. Yasmin yes! Bleed. Tied it up at 6'6". Six, six. It's like Fred's. Who was last year? Yasmin Bleed. puberty excrements. I don't know what Yasmin Bleed. Yasmin Bleed. God, she was so beautiful. Remember that episode of Friends with Chandler? was like, Yasmin Bleed. Yasmin Bleed is 46, guys. She was hot back in the day. Damn it. She probably still is. <sighs> oh, I'm bleeding. Right. Do you remember the Friends episode, though? I do. Like, I'm like, oh, Yasmin Bleed. Well, okay. Chandler. <laughs> this one's so directed towards Mark because All he right. listens to my stories. Oh, God. You ready? You don't know. I actually don't, but okay. I sat behind her at a concert in Concord. Oh, come on. Who the fuck knows that? No. That's not even, that's not even, uh, not even a thing. You sat behind her. That's that means nothing to me. Oh, uh, I know this fucking story too, but I don't know. That doesn't even count. Give me about. a hint. give me an actual Mark. Hint. Some indie singer that Shane loves. Oh, she's beautiful. She stood out before I even realized who she was too. That was the funny thing. It's Joey like, Sarah McLaughlin. And weren't you on the weren't you on the web page? <laughs> you got to Google this stuff before you. You were on the web page, weren't you? Yeah. Later, I found her Twitter account later, and yeah, you were on. The and uh, her Twitter account. The reason I knew it was hers because her Twitter account said was at a Wilco concert last night and somebody came up to me and said, this isn't a Playboy mansion, it's the it's a Wilco concert because she's so hot and stands out. You said that to her? No, somebody did. She was wearing like a... That would have been awesome if you were the one that said it to her. She, she was wearing like uh, those rubber welly boots and like and like a dress or whatever, but she looked... She's amazing. She stands out. I don't think either one of Neither one of you guys are going to know. Grace Potter, happy 31st birthday. Yeah, I think that's not going to... Burlington, Vermont's home. Okay. Okay. Tied up. Two more to go. So did did he did he? You have to have you you have to have one of these. Go ahead. Go ahead. His brother is more talented than him. I don't know. I would say, I know one of the answers I could say, but we already had this guy. This guy's an answer. So. Oh shit. What today? No, another podcast. You can guess it. I was gonna say I would say Mark, and yep. I'd say is that Noel, how this game? I would say yeah. Noel Gallagher. Nope. But we already had that one, so. So, then for the next guess, I would just say Joey. Wait. Joey Liam Gallagher. Did you say is it music or actor? I didn't say, and I'm gonna specify now. Okay. All right. Actor. Okay. All right. Chicago. Joey Richard Gere. Nope. Chicago. Who's Richard Gere's brother? I don't know. Hold I just, on. I hold think on. He's in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, the band? The movie? Or the, is this the movie? The Town of Chicago. 
interesting number. Music or movies? I said actor. I said actor, okay. Mark. Yep. Vince Vaughn. This is a big hint, guys. According to Jim. Joey. Oh. Yep. Jim Belushi. Do both of those hints make sense now? They do. Okay. I'm yeah. not very good at this game. Because he's, he's a Bears fan. Because I saw the show that he was always wearing Bears he's stuff. He's always yeah. in Chicago. Okay, guys. Joey's up by one. Final clue. Wait, but you can, if I get it, do we have a tiebreaker or no? I'll figure it. Okay, okay, let's, let's just try it. I'll, I'll make up something. I, and I'll get it. Wrong, I'll get it wrong now that I asked that question. But go ahead. I'll just think of a random music. Person. What's the category? Um, actor. Okay. Harold and Kumar. Joey. Yep. Cal Penn. Nope. The other no. The other guy's name, Mark. I want to say Mark something Chang. I don't know. Something Chen. <laughs> Mike Chen. No, not Mike Chen. I have no idea. Did you guys know I went to school with Mike Chen? Isn't Mike Chen, isn't it the workout guy too? Mike Chang. Mike Chen. Six pack shortcut. Okay, okay. Go ahead with another clue. Okay. Obama's White House. Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking of, and I don't know his fucking name. That was Cal Penn, who was his political advisor. Oh, cool. Okay, never mind then. Um. Wait, what do you have for the answer? It's not Cal Penn. It's the other guy. I was confusing him with Cal Penn. No, you're right. No, the Harold. Oh, Cal Penn. Harold was the guy. and Kumar. Cal Penn was on How I Met Your Mother too. Harold is the guy that's his. Yeah, it's the other guy. So uh, you're thinking of so Kumar. So neither one of the guys know his name. No, no, no. Well, 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 hold on, hold on. He gets both it. of those guys were on fucking How I Met Your Mother. Okay, then final clue. Final clue. If Mark doesn't figure it out, then it's over. All right, JC. Not Jesus Christ Superstar. All right, all right. I don't know. Mark, Jason Chung? Nope. Javon Clowney? Nope. It is John Cho. Yeah, see, John Cho was on. He played the lawyer, and then the other guy played What's Her Faces. So Joey wins. With a total score of 7 to 6, Joey wins the game that was terrible this week. Uh, That was good, man. tuning in this week uh you know a lot of stuff went into this new podcast and uh, i have a couple things i was been tweeting out um firstly i want to say to everybody if you want to feel like contacting us for any questions or concerns you can find us at positive sarcasm.com just go to the contact page you can also find us uh, on twitter at pos sarcasm we have a facebook page uh facebook.com slash positive sarcasm we're we're everywhere you can you can even find me on linkedin all my articles are there. Great the reads. Movie, the I've been reading review them. page. Uh, the RSS feed for uh, Idiots Already in Progress is available there. Our um, <sighs> listeners are growing. Uh, Artist Gallery. Everything's on there. So, And also, thank you to the sponsors because this has been, uh, it's been quite a ride actually creating this whole site. Uh, and I look forward to continuing it further. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Shane, thank you for coming on board, too. I appreciate it. It's really it, guys. brought everything together. Uh, before we get to the uh, the big announcement, 
Guys, I quit drinking. Altogether. I'm, I'm done drinking. That's nice. good. I support uh, most people when they say that. Yeah, I'm not much of a drinker to begin with. <laughs> no, you're uh, not. But I'm done with it. It's uh, something I don't need in my life anymore. And here's a, um, leading into that, you guys know that I've written about there was an event down in um, Massachusetts back in 2013, in November. It was called the Jay Cutler Classic. It was a bodybuilding event. Um, I met a lot of really cool people there. I took a lot of great photos. In the first event, uh, I watched a guest poser, Jay Cutler. Uh, he went up on stage and he posed. It was really cool to see him uh, up close. Just this... make sure that's not the football player. No, I no. thought that for two <laughs> weeks, no, by all... the way. I thought that for a long time. I just thought, okay, so you know it's Everybody, okay. everybody in that world will know. So about he's it. a right, famous right. like bodybuilder. Yes. Four-time okay. Mr. Olympia. Yes. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, the, uh, this year I also I went to um, this year I also went to an event I had the uh, I had the pleasure of meeting um, Bev Francis who owns the powerhouse gym in uh, Syosset New York uh, she's a very nice lady former powerlifter herself uh, she gave me rosy tickets very very kind of her I took lots of photos brought Nicole Harper of graphical uh, photography and uh, artistry with me um, and it was great uh, I also noticed in the physique event the physique event is actually um, to describe it, it's basically, it's a new event about two years old where men in, in like surfing shorts, basically, they have like very healthy physiques. It's all about the abs. It's all about perfect proportions. Uh, I heard about a gentleman named Michael Anderson. He was 50 years old when, and this is his first, I believe it was his first attempt at it. He went up there and he won the master's class only to lose in the overall competition to a ringer from California who came in just to win this event. That's crazy about 50. 50, and he yeah. was, and he looked incredible. I even showed you the pictures. You can go to positive sarcasm. The guy with the gray hair, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember you talking he about him. He looked incredible, and his transformation was incredible. This happens all the time where they have these, where, they, where people will fly in just so they can dominate these events and they can get their uh, abilities to go to nationals and then possibly go pro. This, uh, this physique class for men is growing. The whole idea behind this is that you have to challenge yourself. You have to push yourself to the absolute limit where you don't even know where you're going to end up. Something that absolutely takes you out of your comfort zone and terrifies you. Do note that these people will come. Like, for example, this kid from California is probably going to come back to this event and he's probably going to try to steal it. And chances are he's going to leave with a trophy again. The thing is, it's probably going to be second place. Because at this moment, I'm officially submitting my application for this November's New England Championships. Throwing down the <laughs> gauntlet. I'm I on am, Joey's that's a, side. That's a walk-off. Let's do it. I am applying. I already have two trainers. Wow. I already have everything I need to get set up. You have to realize at some point, when do you want to become the the person you know you could be. You want to become a better man. You want to know that you've done everything you can to, uh, I don't know, just become that person. This is going to be one of the hardest things I've ever done in my entire life. It's going to require waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, doing cardio in the morning, and then going back in the afternoon and giving it everything you got. It's going to require a completely different dietary plan. Flavor is gone. But flavor, flavor in my life is completely gone. It's going to be nothing but probably chicken and broccoli. No more flavor flavor unless you're pumping Shane on his nope. Xbox. So. <laughs> PlayStation. What does that mean? 
I officially last time he was pumping me up for you. I officially start my training next week. I have a warm up. I have a, a warm up event in September from my advisor in September. So I will be doing an event in Maine. There's no way I'm not going to be there. When's that? That is in September. <laughs> I will, when I get the when I get more information, I will post it all, and it will be available to view by all of. We're going to be also, row B. I will well, also is that is that is that is that going to be late September though? Is it? I will give you all the information once I collect it. It's going to be awesome. November first, however, is going to be the main event. That is going to be the New England qualifier. So, I'm officially submitting my application, and I am going to do this. And I'm not only going to compete, but I'm going to fucking win. <laughs> Calling his shots on. I fucking... bet that guy in California doesn't have a podcast with two. No, he guys. doesn't. Not no only way. will I not have a podcast, I will also be doing a weekly article on this called "Building a Better Man," which will also be followed up by a YouTube series you can view at positivesarcasm.com called "Building a Better Man: The Series." series it will huh? feature at least a two-minute segment of me talking about how my achievements are, my goals, and any emotions or feelings I have throughout this entire process. Wow. I encourage Joe to open up about anything. So, Are you going to be filming that YouTube video yourself? Yes, it will be a, it will be a quick film. Webcam, uh, that's badass. Webcam. Yeah. But I like that. my advisor told that. me not to give anything away as far as my physicalities or my training regimen, so I'll be keeping that quiet. Sure. Can you sense. share a couple of upper body workouts with me after, after we're off the air here? Yeah, so don't pull the pins out of your shoulder. No, this I mean serious, be, though. He will. Yeah. Like I said, this is going to be extremely difficult. And I don't know, <sighs> after it's all said and done, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't wait to go watch him. Fucking it's going to be awesome. Flex on stage. I'm fucking there. It's going to require ass. so much of my mental strength and emotional stability to hold this thing together. Because my entire life going, going forward is going to be dedicated to this podcast, this website, and to being... Uh, a physique champion. I don't. I don't know what what's this going to lead to, but it's going to happen. It's going to get done. And I've already told my trainers that they have all of my trust, all of everything I have. Can we... And I'm going to be on stage, yeah. basically <laughs> posing in front of 1,500 people, showing just about everything I have mm-hmm. of me. And if there's one screw up, that's it. But I will be on stage, and I will fucking be ready. You goddamn right. It's gonna I got to uh, I got to say, guys. I can't wait. Dude, well, no, you remember this called... motherfucker looks photoshopped well, well, already, like, and he's no, just now training. I was thinking about this though. A Joey's couple, my a, boy. A couple of years ago, when we all worked at the same place, yeah, and we were, and <laughs> I just remember going. one one summer day, like it was really warm out, and we're outside, you know, doing our normal outside Playing hangout. Basketball. No, and, and this guy's got a t-shirt on, and we were like. Oh, medium. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck happened to you? And we're like, where did you? Where did you? Fucking... This fucker. This fucker. All he's got to no, do is. Sculpt. We were, we were like, when the fuck did you get jacked yeah, all of a sudden? Yeah. Remember that? Like he's popping out of his shirt. We were like, holy fuck! Like this guy. Like if you if you could see me now, this is I I look. He looks like me. He looked like me seven years ago when I first met him, and now he looks like. 14 of me on top of the, what I have now. It's ridiculous. And, and not to take you know, anything I, I look away exactly from Joe. The same. Not to take anything away from Joe, but one thing I respect about positive sarcasm and Joe's brand is he's not afraid to show different points of view because Joey's a very fit person. I'm a very unfit person. Mark's in between. I, I guess and I he, am in between. <laughs> and we have different spectrums of interest in life. And Joey's very dedicated to something, and I can tell he's serious. We need to, 
and I support him in whatever he does. We we need to, we need the podcast during this event. Oh, it's so, gonna be awesome. Somehow you and I need to take. Some we're gonna figure this out. Podcast while we're watching. We got three reaction. months to figure this shit out. It's gonna be. We're awesome. gonna have some kind of mobile device. And we we're not still in Joey's pod. There's gonna be Thunder a September here. event for OCB, and then I'm gonna submit. And then I'm gonna submit my application for the NPC. I hope this, I already have, I've already spoken to Bev Francis. All right, you got to get these dates cuz my brother's getting married in September we'll and I don't want to miss this. I will have it all we'll set up for you. I promise. It's got to be this before is one September thing that does not require any mistakes. I promise you that that it will all be done accordingly and properly. This is going to take not only my phys- all of my physical strength and stuff I haven't even achieved yet, but all my mental strength. It's going to be extremely emotional. Can I can I give you a little advice? Sure. I want to encourage you to take this opportunity to not only develop your physical being, but also to reflect on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve, and reflect on that and how it's going to develop you as a person as well. And so you can develop yourself spiritually, mentally, and also physically at the same time. And it's good that you're dedicating yourself to something because that's a great challenge in life. And I respect that you're doing that. I have it all set up, ready to go. Um, that was well said. No, it wasn't. Nah, that sucked. <laughs> it, it was two Roman Cokes in. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, enjoy that Roman Coke. That's something I can't have anymore. That's cool. I respect um, that. The diet is going to be strict. No. The, the supplements are going to be strict. Insane. But you know so, Sorry, go ahead. No, you, I'm no, sorry. Great. I, I'm trying to interrupt. We're, so we're totally trying to on be your side. Right? It's the best awesome. part about this, if we were like syndicated, like video, Right now, it'd be like the best time. You're like, all right, take your shirt off, get a little something for the camera. We'll do a before and after. I don't give a shit. I'll take a picture on my cell phone right now. There'll be a, there'll be a lot of stuff going. No, we're gonna like get up, post to the camera Fuck right yeah. now. All the ladies out there be like, oh my god. I'm gonna leave while Mark does that, but it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is actually happening, and I have about five to six months to uh, to do it. It's great, bud. Um, it's six months, and wow. there is it's the, not a lot of time. No, he's it, got it. Well, I don't know. You're like halfway there though, so it's all good. Yeah, but you're already you're already there. started, bro. Well, we'll see. Anyways, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, there's going to be more information coming forward on this. Uh, the Building a Better Man article and YouTube series available at PositiveSarcasm.com. You'll also be finding out way much more about the event, pictures and everything like that. And uh, when the event gets closer, I'm going to give you the information as far as where it's going to be, how much it costs to get you. There's prejudging tickets you can buy and there's final tickets you can buy. So I'll give you all that information and you may actually get to see me in person. Positive sarcasm, the only place where you get comedy, comics, movies, and bodybuilding. Yeah. What up? And, and you can find me, all three of us, maybe. That'd maybe. Be all, yeah, I'll be I, drunk. What's up? I know. You get a really fit guy, a no-fit guy, and a semi-fit guy. Word. All Let's in one it. place. Let's do this. Guys, the last time, I've been, last time I was on, sta- on a stage, I'm getting my diploma. That was the last time I was on stage. I, I respected you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're showing yourself. I think it's That's awesome. Great. And yeah. now I'm going to be up there. I can't wait to go support you. So. And now I'm going to be up there in boarding shorts. Can we get – wait, boarding shorts? Are you not going to wear those little tight underwear? I, you know, uh, I want to see some speedos. I want to see some speedo action. Well, <laughs> if you watch the bodybuilding event, believe me, there will be plenty of that. Yeah, I won't watch that. I'm on your side, though. That's awesome, dude. I, I, can we I get got some, your back. Can we get some Go Joey shirts? Yeah. Hell yeah. I respect your eclectic interest, and I respect you challenging yourself. Uh, You've been working that way for the last couple of years. This is going to be completely completely different, though. Let's do it, man. As far as working out, as far as doing all this stuff. If we ever cook together, can I put lemon on things? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I like lemon. Anyways, folks. Let's do a positive sarcasm, guys. Check it out. Let's do this shit. The process begins now. Uh, I hope you guys all support me along the way. We will. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Rack me. I'm out.